They say gear is not important. I would beg to differ. Gear is definitely important. Today's episode is all about the bags and lenses I bought thus far and how these quirky investments or boodles made a huge difference in my photography game and why I am highly recommending you give in to gas or gear acquisition syndrome once in a while. This is Hero from Shoot With Hero and welcome to Photography After Hours. Right after New Year, I was able to purchase a bag from Urbanize at Ayala Mall Feliz. It's called the Off-Toko Camera Backpack from Elecom. And it was a game changer for me. It has side access to your gear, so with one swing, you can easily grab your camera and start shooting. It's so convenient. Of course, like the low pros and time racks where it got the influence from, it was huge. It was heavy. It's like I'm always ready to do an overnight event when I'm just heading to the mall or even to the laundry shop. The Alicom backpack was what I've always wanted. A dedicated camera bag with lots of nifty compartments and that magnificent side access I've always obsessed about on my Shopee and Lazada wishlists. It has everything I've ever wanted and more. Other than the aforementioned side access compartments, it has the following. First, the Oxford material giving me more peace of mind. Plus, the bag cover that doubles the protection. Second, a cushion strap that screams serious urban adventurer vibes. It has also that cute card pocket attachment for your optional commuting scene. Third, the loft area that doubles the size when removing the velcro consuming the space of the side axis compartments if you want to use it as an everyday bag. Fourth, the internals adorned with bright orange reminiscent of standard camera bags making it easier to find the trinkets I need to grab. Fifth, the camera cube can double as a sling bag by adding strap from my other bags. And lastly, it has the space for my M1 MacBook Air and a 10-inch iPad with keyboard and pencil which I don't bring along together in normal location just stating that it's possible. Not to sound like a bag salesman, but this backpack changed me. It made me want to stop and shoot more. All because of how it was made intently for photographers. I can count the many times I went out with the missus using this bag. Before we move on to the second story, a quick word from our sponsor. Missing out on life and in need of an affordable travel package on the fly? Do you need a momentary escape your wallet can manage? Go to Forge Travel & Tours for the budget-friendly vacation you deserve. Check out Forge Travel & Tours at facebook.com slash Travel & Tours or visit us directly at forgetravel.com today. You ever feel like you've known a person your whole life just by seeing him or her the first time? 
this is exactly the same feeling I got for another bag. Fast forward to this month when I, yet again, succumbed to my addiction. I got my Shopee delivery and it was the Atva camera sling bag. The Atva camera sling bag sat on my wish list ever since I started this photography journey. You could say that this is my unicorn. It was a love-hate thing where I really liked the design but whenever I am sure of checking out, I already have a new bag on hand. What do kids say about that now? Pinagtagpo pero hindi tinadhana? Yep, that's my relationship with this bag. And then one day, it disappeared. Almost all shops selling that disappeared on Shopee. It's like Thanos snapped his finger and made all Atva camera sling bags from every store stop existing. I felt bad. And I vowed that if and ever when this bag returns to Shopee, I will buy it no matter how much it costs. So, that's exactly what I did. Here are some reasons as to why I got this despite having the elephant bag and a dozen more bags previously. First, this has some semblance to my Cabin Zero 8-liter sling bag that I converted as a camera bag. The difference is that it's more boxy and is really intended as a camera bag in the first place despite the flimsy dividers it came with. Second, the sleek shiny exterior just looks so well with my clothing as compared to the cloth material of an ordinary sling bag. Third is that it houses my XT100 with 16 to 50 kit lens, my X100S, two TT Artisan manual focus lenses or one 85mm Viltrox autofocus lens, a dust blower and brush, it has enough space for my huge vaccine card and a rich wallet and can still accommodate spare batteries to go with it. But what I really like about this bag is that it is actually a camera bag but can also double as an everyday carry like the Mark Ryder or Ozuno EDC bags in the market. The next story I would like to share with you guys is how through the course of a year, I have accumulated a number of lenses. Two manual lenses, two autofocus lenses, and an additional kit lens or zoom lens. After getting my brand new XT100 from last February, I immediately bought a 28mm f1.8 7-artisan manual focus lens. I was actually looking for a Meiki 35 f1.4 but to no avail. So I visited Henry's and got the 7.7. For all intents and purposes, it became my de facto lens. It was compact, the real quality was average, but it was so affordable. So that was my lens that I used um, in playing around or in learning about my new mirrorless camera. But knowing me, after a few months with it, I craved for an f1.4 and decided to get it online instead. Enter the, the TT Artisan 35mm f1.4. This is probably what made me stick and love photography. I loved it so much that I became involved with the TT Artisan WhatsApp group for a time. 
big mistake. Staying and participating in the group chat, nabudun ako into getting a 50mm f1.2 from the same brand. This is also the time that I revisited Henry's and found an autofocus lens I can afford. This is the 85mm f1.8 Viltrox Mark 1. Take note, Mark 1. This was a heavy lens. A far cry from the 50mm f1.2 or the 35mm f1.4 from, from TT Artisan. Nevertheless, this being my first ever autofocus lens, I was a happy kid. It was a few months after that that I chanced upon a, a 35 or a 33mm f1.4 Viltrox Mark II. Um, playing around with an autofocus lens was so liberating, so getting a 33mm 1.4 was uh, a good idea, back then at least. I love the wider view from the 85mm, similar to my TTR sign, but with autofocus. I thought it was the last time I'll be buying an autofocus lens, having it the 85 and now the 33. As it was uh, as it was affordable but still too expensive compared to my tried and tested TT Artisan collection. But that didn't stop me from getting yet another Viltrox, as this time I got a 23mm f1.4 Mark II and a Fujinon 16-50 zoom lens. Now after this very lengthy introduction or backstory, the following are some of the things that I can say about the lens so far or the lenses so far. Both the 35mm and the 50mm TT Artisan is a no-brainer. They are both affordable and spits out great looking images at the expense of manually focusing every shot. This made me focus on aperture priority for a while. Using both 35 or bringing both 35 and 50 millimeter is a no-brainer. It's like breathing. You can you can just throw it on your bag and you're good to go. Because both of which are light and won't affect your bag or how heavy your bag is whichever bag you're using the TT artisan lenses have great build quality it looks and feels like a void lander and to top it off it allowed me to bring both lenses without weighing me down and this was before um, this was before my journey to my camera bag collection <laughs> The, the 85mm f1.8 Viltrox is my first ever autofocus lens. It is massive, but it is truly a bulky monster as advertised. Bringing this triggered my never-ending search for that one great camera bag. But you all know what happened um, as, I, as I got knee-deep with that journey. The 33mm f1.4 is by far the most flexible, uh, most used lens to date. It has decent nifty 50 view 
and it focuses fast with of course the f1.4 and it's also not as heavy as the 85 and of course due to the fondness or due to my fondness of the 33 millimeter um that was the main reason why i got the 23 millimeter my latest autofocus lens from Gearbox. Um, it has basically the same build quality and the same size as my 33mm. So now, the 23mm is my default lens and um, unfor but, I, but unfortunately, I noticed that I am not enjoying shooting photography, shooting street photography, shooting portrait photography as I was when I used the 33mm. Nevertheless, I am getting good engagements on Instagram with the photos that I took from my 23mm. So, I guess I just have to, you know, wing it. Because, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting good views. I'm getting a decent number of likes on Instagram. So, I guess I just have to live with it. My new zoom lens, the 16-50 kit lens, was a welcome mistake. I just wanted to get it as it was offered to be cheap. It's lighter than all my Vidalcrox lenses. Um, yeah, it's basically like uh, my TT Artisan lens, but simply with autofocus. However, the aperture um, is is not so. What do you call it? Well, I, I'm I'm so used to using 1.2 and 1.4 that getting a 2.5 or a 3.5 aperture um, is not something to be proud of but yeah at least it's all focused still right? so yeah those are the th some of the things that I can say about the current lineup of the lenses I have purchased over a year hopefully it will stop um, I but I, honestly I I, can, I I don't see myself buying a new lens sometime soon as uh, I've had a lot of or I've piled up a lot of expenses over the last few months um, squeezing in my photography here and there but yeah, I have more responsibilities right now so I think this will be or I think the 23mm and the Fujinon 16-50 will be my lenses or my latest lenses for a while um, but of course i will let you know if ever i got another or if i happen to to grab another lens in the future kudos to you for reaching till this point of today's episode i'm not trying to influence you or anyone else to buy gears you may never need i am solely dispensing my purchasing journey to you whether good or bad. The message likens this experience to choosing a new career. Very volatile. I know from the get-go that whatever I buy will be long-term, so I am up for the little things. I know fully well that these acquisitions will help me experiment more in my photography, and in no way, shape, or form will this assure me or anyone to be better at this craft. I believe that a camera bag will link the connection between me and my cameras, so I need such a bag that would lessen or eradicate friction altogether. I also trust the process of my needs evolving, hence I accept the frivolous and often very expensive progress of wanting new focal lengths.
don't be afraid to give in to gas. But be afraid that succumbing to gas will lead you nowhere. At the end of the day, what I truly want or what I would like to impart to everyone listening is to buy when needed and when you can afford it. Gear acquisition is not a race. Choose a bag that will make you love photography, that will make you love your passion. Choose a bag that not for the brand nor the bragging rights, but for how it will inspire you to take out your bag more often and start shooting. Make sure to justify the acquisition of more lenses depending on how you evolve on your shooting style. Invest in things that would get you to where you want to be. Invest in things that would make you improve your craft. Thanks for listening. Till the next episode. Keep shooting and continue to stay safe, everyone. Bye.